lift our cups to you tonight, Lord. We ask, Father, that you would come and quench our thirst, Lord, that's in our lives, Lord. Lord, that there's a thirst for more of you, Father, and that for us to have that thirst, that deep calleth into the deep, there has to be a deep to respond. We ask, Father, that you would come, Lord, tonight and you would speak to us, Lord. You would break the bread of life. Father, you know the hearts and the needs of your people, Lord, the questions and the worries and the doubts and the fears. But Lord, just come and speak, we pray. Come and touch hearts. Come and minister, Father. Minister the needs of your people, Lord. We need you, Father, Lord, as never before. We ask, Father, that you would be the source of our strength, the source of our healing tonight. Lord, the source of everything that we have need of is in you, Father. And we're thankful tonight you're the inexhaustible fountain of life. Lord, you never run out. You never have run out of healing, deliverance, salvation. But Lord, you still are more than enough. Lord, you're represented there in the Old Testament as that cruise of oil, Lord, that never ran out, that barrel of meal that never ran out, Father. Oh, God, what a blessing and an honor it is, Lord, to see the things that we see and to know, Lord, in the middle of our trials that you're there for us. And not only are you there for us, you're more than enough, Lord. We commit this service to your hands, everything to be said and done for your glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Turn to John, 1 John 1 and verse 5. Amen. Read this scripture and you can be seated. First John 1 and verse 5. This then is the message which we have heard of him and declared unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. Amen. God bless you. You can be seated. Tonight I'd like to speak to you on the source of light. The source of light. Source is a person, place, or thing. This is the Webster Dictionary. From which something comes from or can be obtained. Other words for source is origin, birthplace, authorship, wellspring, pedigree, root, beginning, origination, or originator. Amen. We find God in every one of those words. Amen. That he is the origin of life. He is the birthplace of life. He authored it. He's the wellspring. Amen. He's the root. He's the beginning. He's the origination or the originator. God is the source of light and all things exist by him. We can read in Romans 11 verse 36. It says, for of him and through him and to him are all things to whom be glory forever, amen. Or I'll read it in the Amplified. It says, for from him all things originate, and through him all things live and exist, and to him are all things directed. To him be glory and honor forever. You know, we all need sources in our lives that we can depend upon. Yes. A source is a supplier of something that we cannot produce on our own. For example, you know, in your home, you want to be warm during the winter, you need a source of heat. The gas line coming into your house is one of your sources. Electric lines are another source. 
But, you know, there's also financial sources and food sources and government sources and sources that are to make our lives easier or more enjoyable or more productive. But those, so, as we have found out very recently and, and very evidently, that those sources are subject to shortages and interruptions and can be in a short supply. But not so with God. If God is our source, he is never in short supply. If God is our source, he's the perfect and on-time source for everything that you have need of. So as a source, is something that provides something that you cannot provide on your own. So we cannot provide on our own healing, but he is our source of healing. We cannot provide on our own salvation, but he is our source of salvation. We cannot provide on our own, amen, peace and happiness, and men has tried it for years, but amen, he is the true source of peace and happiness. He is the true source of joy. And to receive from this source, you have to be connected to the source. Amen. Jeremiah 17 and verse 7 again in the Amplified says, Blessed is the man who believes and trusts in and relies in the Lord and whose hope and confidence has, has hope and confident expectation is the Lord. So if, he has, if, he's, if he's connected to him and he has hope in him and he trusts in him, he says in verse 8, For he will be nourished like a tree planted by the waters and spread out his roots by the river and will never fear the heat when it comes. But its leaves will be green and moist and it will not be anxious and concerned in the year of drought, neither shall it stop bearing fruit." Because why? It is connected to the source. So it doesn't matter the surroundings. It, doesn't, it matters that you're connected to the source. It does not matter that there's a severe heat or there's a drought of things in life. But what matters is if you're connected to the source. A man that is connected to the source will bear fruit no matter the drought, no matter the heat, no matter the trials, no matter the tribulation, no matter the trouble, no matter the stress. He will bear fruit. Why? Because he's connected to the source. Amen. But if he's not connected to the source when trials come and the heat comes on, he will rapidly dry up. Amen. So you have to be connected to him. But if you have a need of that, you have a source for it. So if you have a need of strength and you cannot produce the strength on your own, there is a source of strength. Amen. And he's not in short supply tonight. Amen. There is a source of hope. There is a source of love. There, and I'm not talking about a temporary thing. I'm talking about an eternal thing. Amen. There is a source of peace. There is a source of provisions. There is a source of healings. There is a, a source of deliverance. But it, you must be tapped into the source and be connected to the source or you will dry up. Amen. You know, we, we can have uh, uh, light bulbs in here as we have uh, maybe already spoke about these things. And they can look like a light bulb. They can, they can be exactly, uh, you can have one, you know, there that what maybe not burning. All of them are burning tonight except the one that's not in. But amen. The other ones, though, maybe there'd be one in your home that's not burning, but it looks like a light bulb. It, it has all the physical uh, attributes of looking, but, but there's something wrong with it. It's not giving light. And so you go to checking it out, and you'll find that sooner or later you'll find a break, amen, in the line from the source. 
from the source of electricity. And it may look like it, he may, he may have the attributes of it, but if it's not connected to the source, it'll never bring forth light. I don't care how much you beg it, I don't care how much you, you look at it and plead with it. Amen, if you don't, if it's a switch that needs to be flipped or if it's a wire that needs to be plugged in, it has to be connected to the source or it will never give light. Amen, this is what's wrong with a lot of Christians. They look like Christians. They have the attributes of Christians. They, they may have the, the outward look down pat, but amen, they're not given the light of God's word. God's word has never been made manifested in their lives. And therefore, the light is not shining as it should shine in their lives. Amen, I, I want to look at a quote here because it's very wonderful. Our brother Brown talks about it. He says, you know, you can have teeth. And, and How many has got teeth tonight? I'm not going to ask how many got artificial teeth tonight, but there's no doubt some in this building that's got an artificial tooth in their mouth or artificial teeth in their mouth. Amen. And that artificial teeth, it is not connected to the source of life no more. Amen. You can have an arm that, that gets cut off or a bad accident or something, and you can get an artificial limb, and, and it may work. It may do things. You may can put clothes over it. You may can put a glove on the hand, and it may look like it, but it's not really connected to the source. Amen. And he says, see, those teeth are just a substitute. That arm is just a substitute. And they will never come into the resurrection because they're not connected with you. Amen. He says, it's not connected with you. It's perfectly all right, but that's an artificial tooth. That's an artificial arm. Nothing artificial will come up in the resurrection. And he says, neither will an artificial Christian ever rise in the resurrection. Amen. You're not connected with Christ. Amen. And maybe today you may have not an artificial arm, but you might have artificial hair. You might have artificial nails. You might have artificial things upon you that you think makes you look more beautiful, but nothing artificial is going to come up in the resurrection. And if you continue to be artificial in your life, neither will you come up in the resurrection. But you must be connected to the source of life. You must be connected to God himself and light coming out of your body and out of your life, amen, and be connected to him there to bring forth the life of Almighty God, amen. So we see here, amen, you know, you know but there has to be a, a desire, amen, a light, a, a pulsation, an a energizing force, amen, that it's more than just an outward profession, it's more than just talking about it, it's more than just looking like it, but there's something on the inside of you that, that that energizes you, that, that produces something, amen. And you know, uh, but could you imagine, as we go into this thought on light, again, the source of light, could you imagine a man saying today, I refuse to say there's anything such as a sun. I don't believe in a sun. Amen. Could you imagine? He runs down into his basement and he shuts the doors and he sets back in the darkness and, and he says, there's no such a thing as a sun. It don't give light. You know, right away, there's something mentally wrong with that man. Because you have witnessed there is a son. It's given light. We witness it today. Amen. Once again, it was a beautiful sight after a long rainy day. Amen. The sun giving this warmth and, and, the, and, the, and the rays of that sun pushing down upon you. Amen. You would look at that man and say, you're crazy. 
because I've witnessed it. I, I've seen it. I've felt it. I've I felt the warmth of its embrace in the morning. I, I felt the, the look as it would so illuminate the world around me and the darkness would flee. I know there's a sun because I've seen it. I've felt it. I believe it. I, I know it's there. It's no different than somebody that wants to come to you now and tell you that when you've experienced God for yourself that there's no God and, and they want to run off in a basement somewhere and act like there's no God and say there's no God but you have you can look at them and say you know what there's something mentally wrong with you there's something wrong on the inside of you because I know I have met him for myself I have felt his embrace I have felt the rays of his warmth around me I know there is a God and he has changed my life forever Amen. There's something wrong when he runs in the back basement and refuses to accept the benefits of God-given light. And I can say this, there's something wrong with people when the God-given light is preached and they won't accept the benefits of it. They won't accept the life-changing benefits of the word of God and, and the light to dawn and push out the darkness in their life. But they want to continue to live in that darkness. You don't have to continue to live in darkness when there's light. If you're living in darkness today, it's because you're mentally unstable. You're spiritually unstable. Amen, because right now, there's, there's, if there's ever been, never been, a, I don't even know how to put this in words. If there's never, there's never been a more greater time, amen, to, to live in life than the time that we're living in right now. The dumbest excuse that can be given today is there is no light. Because the light has dawned. Amen, he don't want the warm rays. He rejects them. He don't want the health-giving substance. He rejects them. He don't want his light to walk in it. He would rather sit in darkness. They don't want it. It can be preached, light can come forth, and it can dawn, and it can illuminate. People say, I want it, and run to an altar or, or grab a hold in their seats or wherever, and others sit right beside them and refuse it and sit in darkness. Something spiritually wrong with that person. There's something mentally wrong with that person that they refuse to accept the light of the sun. There's something spiritually wrong with a man that'll run back to a creed or a dogma and refuse to see the Bible light when it's shining right before them. There's something wrong with them. There's something that goes back to the, they go back to the creeds and the forms and just shuts the door and says, there's no such a thing as that. Days of miracles are past. Divine healing, there's no such a thing. That was just for apostle. Apostle, that man is spiritually crazy. That's the prophet's words right there. I'll refer to the prophet's authority. That man is spiritually crazy. There's something wrong with him. He's pulled down the curtains and rejected the Holy Ghost. Amen. Because his word says, if you abide in me and my words are in you, then the light shining upon this word, ask what you will. Amen. There's something wrong. When they would reject God-given sources that God has given us to live by his word, and they reject it. Amen. You know, uh, man, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word, not part of a word, but every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. 
And when a man will just refuse that, there's something wrong with that person. There's something wrong with his experience that he claims to love God, but then refuses God. Hello, somebody. Oh, I love God. I go to church, but then you refuse his word when it comes to you. And you continue on in your artificial Christianity. And that artificial Christianity is not going to come up in the resurrection. It's not going to, listen, anything you got on you right now that's artificial, it's not going to come up. Amen. It's not going to take the body change. Our cars are not going in the body change. This building is not going in the body change. Your clothes is not going in the body change. Come on, somebody. The things you put on your body and the, all that is not going in the body change. It's artificial. There's something wrong with that person. You know, you say, well, I tell you what, if I could just see, see somebody get healed, then I'll believe. Well, how many do you need to see get healed? I tell you, just like the fellow that talked to Brother Branham one day, said, I don't care if you bring 50 cancers and bring 50 doctors to testify, I still wouldn't believe. I don't care if you'd raise the dead right before me. I still wouldn't believe. There's something wrong with that person. Amen. And yet the man was a minister, supposed to be a minister, but just because that organization didn't believe in the power of God, don't, don't, don't believe that the word, it meant just what it, didn't believe that the word meant just what it said. That man runs to this old basement, old musty, dirty, filthy basement of organization and refuses the warmth, life-giving rays of the Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ, which is the same yesterday, today, and forever, something's wrong with that person. You would rather live in that musty darkness. You would rather live with that cankeredness on your life and that bitterness on your life and that unforgiving spirit. That's nothing but musty, stinking darkness. But there's a light that can do away with the darkness. There's a God that can wash you of that and cleanse you of that and raise you up whole again. They want the mustiness. They're comfortable in that darkness. Something wrong with that person. They can say, I'm a Christian. They can not miss a service. But if they got bitterness in their heart to where they won't forgive somebody, something wrong with that person. Not coming up in the, your bitterness is not going in the resurrection. And if you've got it in you, you ain't going either. It's going to take perfect love. It's going to take forgiveness and letting things go and saying, God, I'm not going with this stuff. I'm not walking with it no more. I lay it all aside. Amen. I loved how Brother Wendell illustrated the other day. You know, you want to poison somebody, but yet you're drinking the poison. Amen. It's killing you day by day, and your life is killing you. Your artificial Christian life is killing you. Your artificialness about, amen, even, even in your, just your, your home life and things, it is killing you. We'd rather live in a musty darkness than to live in the light of God. And the Bible said, when the Bible said Jesus Christ is the same today, yesterday, today, and forever, the works that I do shall you do also, even greater than this shall you do, for I go to my Father. But men will look at that scripture and go right back to the basement and say that it was only for the apostles or that was only for Brother Branham. 
and they refused to see the light that's shining in this day. This light was not just for 50 years ago. This light is for day to day. Amen. These works that I do shall ye do also. And greater than this shall you do. Hallelujah. But there's something wrong with that person that'll walk away from that. Something wrong with your experience. When you say you love God and then you refuse his word. No matter what the church is in this condition and, and things cannot be as God promised is because you won't even receive the word or walk in the light. The Bible said, let us walk in the light as he is the light. Amen. Then the blood of Jesus Christ, God's son, cleanses us from all sin, unbelief. Then if we're walking in God-given light of the hour, then God takes that word that's given for the hour and vindicates it. Just like he did in Genesis 1-3 when he said, let there be light and light come forth. That son was the vindication of let there be light. Amen. Amen. His word went forth and light followed it and cleared away the mustiness and the darkness and and the mist. And and it pushed darkness over into a corner and lights began to shine. That's the way God does today. He sends his word for the hour and the Holy Spirit comes and makes that word live. That's why we got to have the manifestation of the Spirit in our services. Because if you don't have him in your midst, the word can never live. Hallelujah. Amen. You say, well, I got the word. But if you don't have the spirit of the word, that word is dead creeds and dogmas. That's the way God does today. He sends the word for this hour. And the Holy Spirit comes and makes that word live. And the darkness goes on in the creeds in artificial ways and denominations. But light begins to shine because it's the word of God being vindicated. Yes, you know, we find in the Bible, we can read about the wise men that came and they followed, Brother Brandon would call that light, he'd call that light that hung there a God-given substance. They followed the word of God to the light. Because it was the word that brought the light to to life. Brought that to life. He says, how do they they follow? Well, they were kind of magis, and we understand. And we find in Balaam, there was a word spoken by Balaam the prophet that said a star would rise out of Jacob. All right? A star would rise out of Jacob. And when these men saw the word of God, said a star would rise out of Jacob, they followed that little God-given token to the source of eternal light. (laughs) They followed the the manifested word. There was a star that was going to rise out of Jacob. And one day that word had laid there for thousands of years and seemed to be dormant and people forgot it. And matter matter of fact, it was given by prophet Balaam. And we know who Balaam was, but it was still, amen, the true anointed word of God that came forth. And he speaks it, and out of him, amen, amen, out of him speaks this word, a star's going to rise up. And one day, the word met the moment. And at the moment, the Spirit of God picked up that word, and a star rose up. And there was a star hanging there, and there's three men way over, however many, way over there, and they see this star rise up in the east, and they say, there's the word, and there's the manifestation. Now let's follow the light to the eternal source. 
Hallelujah. Amen. This is exactly what we have done in this day. The seven angels came in this hour and it brought a message in this hour and it was a message for a moment. Yes. And that moment had arrived after it laid there for thousands of years. But the moment is now time for the word to be vindicated. And a star rose up. And men that are spiritual are catching the moment. And they're following that word to the eternal source of light. Hallelujah. Back to eternity again. He said, so... They said they followed that little God-given token to the source of eternal light. It was quite astounding when they got there, the source of eternal light was a little, little baby or a little child. Didn't look like maybe much, but the star led them there. Looked very humble and it looked like, ah, he just can't be. Maybe to some. But those men had seen the word being made manifest. And they saw the star hanging over. And they went to where the star pointed to. Amen. It may look like what we have ain't much compared to other world systems. It may look like it's just a little humble thing. But a star led us to this place. A spiritual light led us to this place. Hallelujah. And it's more than just a little something. It's eternal life laying there. Amen. And I want to grasp it with everything that I have. And I believe there's people in this building that say, God, I strip every artificial thing away from me. I want to lay it all aside. And if there be any darkness in me, let your light shine on me. He said, so will wise men today who's not blinded by creeds will follow God-given spoken word till they see the fullness of the power of God blooming forth in this hour. Wow. God is a source. You know, it didn't matter how many other wise men tried to tell them, you're out of your minds. Why, you're way out. It's two years to get over there. Passed by many nations. Nation would ask, where are you going? See that star right there? That's where I'm going. You're crazy. Why are you following that star? Because underneath it is laying the Messiah. Underneath it is laying the promise of Isaiah that was given 600 years ago. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bring forth a son, and his name shall be called Emmanuel. You're nuts. You're crazy. Amen. Well, here we are now, what, 50 years, 60 years, 70 years, amen, past the dawning, amen, of the message. Yes. Amen. And people are saying, you're crazy. Yeah. This is crazy. That's crazy. That's nuts. This is nuts. And we're saying, I'm not listening to what you got to say. I'm following a star. I'm not listening to your YouTube channels and, and your disbelieve the sign nonsense. I'm following a star. I'm following the word of God because it's me, amen, beyond that, at that place is when I'm going to step out of this old mortal body into immortality. And let me tell you something, devil, you ain't got enough devils in hell to stop me from getting to where he's at. Hallelujah. Amen. You can try everything. You can try to flood the waters. You can try to burn the hills. You can try to put every road rock in our way. But this bride is going to go all the way to where he's at. 
and we shall meet him. We've seen his star and we've come to worship him. They come into Jerusalem, denominational headquarters. They had no answer. They went up down the streets crying, where is he? Born king of the Jews. They knew nothing about it. They called on the word to find out. And they followed knowing the star was leading them to the eternal light. Guide us to thy perfect light. The word is what guides you to the light. And the light is what makes the word vindicated. It was the angel of God that would show as a light up on a hill to guide shepherds to eternal light. It only comes by light. That's why this message is so wonderful because it's been vindicated by a light. To where even documented, amen, documentation has been done that this was not the flash of a camera. It was a light that struck the lens. Life can only come by light. The shepherds wanting to know, they, you know, when the king is born, they have singing, great carrying on when the king is born. And here you're so secretly born and born in a stable, a manger, horses were a cattle, horses was even, yet he was a king. And the angels came down and sang the hymns to the shepherds in the light. And the angels themselves were lights that showed with the word of God. They had the word of God and they told them, today in the city of David in Bethlehem is born Christ the Savior. And the angels had the word and the word came by light and the light was to guide them to where he was hallelujah oh my what I'm thankful for they didn't get halfway there and the light go out Hallelujah. Amen. Those, those three wise men, they didn't get halfway there or three quarters of the way there or just a mile away and the light went out. When they got to him. Oh, hallelujah. We don't have to worry about what's him running out of a source. He is a source of light. Light is beaming out of him. And it's a light. It comes, amen. It's a call that comes a ringing over a restless way. And it's calling me out of this world into another world. It's calling me out of this dimension into another dimension. Is anybody else seeing the light? Is it calling you? Is it pulling you? Is there a light that's drawing you and saying, come on, little children? Keep walking in the light. You're walking the right pathway. It's going to get difficult. It's going to be darkness around. But in your place, in your path, there's going to be light because this light will never go out. They ain't enough devils can blow it out. They ain't enough YouTube videos and every kind of thing they want to throw up. Forget it. Go smoke your pot and drink your beers and have a party. Go have fun. Leave us alone. We're enjoying ourselves. We ain't hurting nobody. I don't understand somebody that was so terrorized and so tormented by leaving the message, they got to make videos. And they got to make all these kind of accusations and come up with all these fabricated stories. Has to be fabricated because they wasn't even there. Why, where's the camera pointing at me? Go enjoy yourself. Have your party. Enjoy Sodom. 
Enjoy why it burns around your ears. But one day you're going to hear the screams of your children. And you're going to hear the screams of every person that you drawed off and you pulled away. And you're going to hear them scream. And you're going to see the darkness that you put in, in their minds and the darkness that infiltrated your life. And them spirits are going to be laughing at you and making fun of you. You think you're doing something making fun of us? Wait till that devil starts making fun of you. I don't even know why I'm going that way, but I'm going. Go have yourself a time while it all burns. He was the Word. The Word made light and became light. The Word in that generation, He was the Word light of that generation because the prophets of old had spoke of Him. And here He come and vindicated He was the light of God's spoken Word. And all the prophets had been fulfilled, had said had been fulfilled in him. And the prophets back here in the word, just like God at the beginning, let there be light. A prophet comes and says, a virgin shall conceive and bring forth a son. They shall call his name Emmanuel and it be God with us. And they spoke it and the word went out and he was the light. What was it? What was he? He was the fulfillment of the word which brought light. God's word. So it is today. God's word has been fulfilled in the hour that we're living in. That's the light. It's God manifesting himself. He is the light of the world. People think it's dark right now. You wait till the light goes out. You wait. There's no more bride, no more mercy. And they're sealing their lives away in their own blood. Darkness? We ain't even seen darkness. We could turn out every light in this building and each one of us hold a candle. Little candle. Well, Brandon would talk about that. He would talk about the darkness. And he said, every once in a while in that darkness, you'll see a little light. He said, that's, that's a Christian. We could have little candles burning and all these other lights turned out. And it seemed pretty dark. It would feel pretty dark. And then a few blows out and it gets darker. As they cross on to the other side. Why is it getting darker? Because more lights are going out. More devils are pushing into this realm. And they're actually taking the, 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 the space that was once occupied by light. That's the only way darkness can come is because it has to be in the absence of light. So at light has to leave for darkness to come in. So when lights leave, darkness comes in. And darkness comes in. And darkness, wait to ever goes out. Then how dark is it going to be? No wonder the scripture says there'll be weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. 
One, because they'll be remembering what a chance they had. Amen. Two, is they can't, be, they can't see no more where they're going. And their imaginations begin to run wild. When's your, when does your imagination run the wildest? In the dark. Amen. At night, when you'll have a bad dream. Amen. In the darkness, when you're walking down the road. I was just the other day back in the trailer out on, on, on the backside of our property. And I'm going to tell you right now, I felt like I had eyes pushing right through me. Yes. And I'm kind of, my hair's raising up on the back of my neck. And I'm looking around. I thought, if that peacock walks out. Your imagination starts going crazy in the dark. Yes, Amen. You're reading revelations about imaginations and spirits coming out and like hair and teeth and all. What is it? It's because it's dark. When the prophets inspired by the Holy Spirit said unto us, a child is born, unto us a son is given. And his name shall be called Counselor, Prince of Peace, Mighty God, Everlasting Father. There it was. The light began to push until the moment was time and it fell upon the word. And the word was illuminated and it came forth. Amen. When Jesus was walking down the shores, he would say, if I, he would begin to speak. Amen. The words, I, I, you can destroy this temple, but in three days I'll raise it up again. Why? Because there was a word spoken by David. I'll not leave his soul in hell, neither will I suffer my Holy One to see corruption. Death was in darkness, but he broke open the seals of death and he walked out of it and he brought light again. He was the light. Amen. Amen. On the day of Pentecost, that was the light that showed when the Holy Ghost had come. When Isaiah, amen, said precept upon precept. Isaiah, the 28th chapter, precept of us be on precept, line upon line, here a little, there a little. Hold fast to that which is good. For with stammering lips and with other tongues will I speak to this people. Amen. Why does people not quote that no more? This is the rest. This is the Sabbath. And, all, and then all of this, they would just wag their heads and make fun and laugh. But on the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Ghost fell upon those people, light fell upon that word. And they walked away under the impact of the Holy Spirit, acting like drunk men and women. They walk, and the others, these others in darkness walked away wagging their head and said, these people are drunk, full of new wine and so forth. But it was absolutely the light the word had prophesied for the moment. And the moment was now to be fulfilled and light struck the word. Amen. So it is in every age. The word made manifest come to life by the light of that age. There's a word made manifest. Just in Genesis, just through the prophets, just through Jesus, just through, amen, the, uh, the days of Pentecost, through Luther and Wesley and, and Zuzer Street, all the way till our day. It was the light striking the word. And he hasn't run out of light. It's still fulfilling prophecy. Don't get your eyes on what's going on out there. That's nothing but the fulfillment of prophecy. There's light striking the word. 
Don't get caught up in the must, the musty smells and the darkness. And yes, we pray for our brothers and sisters over there. Amen. But what is happening? God's fulfilling his word. Just an article the other day talked about Ukrainian Jews now going back to their homeland. Ain't that amazing? God said, if you ain't going to move, I'm going to send somebody over here to move you. Amen. What is a fulfilling prophecy? There's no doubt some of them that are in those 144,000 and they have to be in the land. And I'm going to tell every wayward son or daughter of God, if you don't move, God will send somebody or something that will move you. Every prodigal, there's a word on your trail. Surely mercy and goodness will follow them all the days of their life. Woo! And then one day, the word meets the moment and light shines upon them. And they say, hey, there's better things in my father's house. I'm leaving this pig slop. I'm leaving this whole world. And I'm going back to my father's house. Hallelujah. If we can see that's about to happen because God, if we can see it moving the Jews back, it's also got to move the bride into her position. Prodigal, we can't leave without you. So if light is falling upon a prodigal, there better be light falling on you. Let's have a party. Let's kill the fatty calf. Let's have a rejoicing time. Our sons and daughters are coming home. Our loved ones are being restored. Oh, somebody say praise the Lord. There's light dawning. There's light dawning. It shall come to pass. In the last days, I'll pour out my spirit upon my flesh, all flesh. Your sons, your sons, your daughters shall prophesy. And you upon your handmaids and maidservants will I pour out my spirit. And your young men shall, you can remain standing, I don't care. And your young men shall see visions, your old men shall see dreams. Maybe I'm an old man right now because I had me a good dream the other day. I dreamed that my wife's phone all of a sudden started ringing and I looked over there and it had my mom's name on it. I thought, oh, that's weird. We disconnected her line. Somebody else got her number. And I'm looking at it and Ruth's looking at it. And we, I said, well, we ought to see who that is. So I went to answer and it, 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 it quit ringing. I looked at her for a moment. So let's redial. Hit the redial. I hear this voice. Hey, this is mom. I want to tell you, it's absolutely wonderful over here. I want you to know something. I want you to know something. I'm praying for you. I'm praying for y'all over there. I'm praying, amen, and I'll see you soon. (laughs) Hallelujah. Light is dawning. Light is dawning. And the Holy Ghost shall fall upon them that believe. And healing shall be poured out. And deliverance shall be poured out. Freedom shall be in the house of God. 
Let's have a party. Let's get our dancing shoes on. We're not going down in destruction. We're going in a rapture. We're not going to hell. We're going to heaven. We're not going down defeated. We're rising up victorious. Above it all. Above it all. He is the light. Follow the light. He is the only light. Go ahead and praise him. Hallelujah. He is the light. If you're backslidden tonight, he is the light. If you find yourself in darkness, he is the light. If you found yourself bound and defeated, he is the light. If you find yourself with cancer, he is the light. If you find yourself with heaviness and weariness and bitterness, he is the light. Run to the light. He is a source of light. He is a source of strength. He is a source of everything you have need of. Hallelujah. Oh, let's just lift our hands and worship this light. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, yes, worship the light. You're in the presence of the light. Why don't some of you fathers and mothers go to thanking him for that light illuminating on your daughters and your sons? Mercy. On your loved ones. He's bringing them home. He'll do whatever he has to do to get them in their place. Trust in him. If you'll put your trust in him, your leaves won't wither away. But you'll still bear forth fruit. Your limbs won't break and fall off, but there'll still be light inside of you. Strength-giving light. Hallelujah. Oh, don't you just feel his presence right here. Hallelujah. The light is here. Give us eyes to see that light tonight, Lord. That leads us out of this wilderness. Leads us out of our sickness. Leads us out of our problems and situations. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Stay in a realm of praise and worship and thanksgiving. Just, why don't you just pray to him? Right now would be a good time to give your request to the king. Because right now you're not on the outer courts. You're not in the inner court. Right now, you've been brought into the Holy of Holies. The blood of Jesus Christ has brought you to this place. Right now is a good time to ask what you have need of, and it shall be given to you. Oh, he's doing it. Do you have faith to ask? I'm asking for complete healing for our brother Ron. God, while you're here, I'm asking. I'm asking 
for our sister Ruth, I'm asking, Lord. For the others that's been tormented by this same thing, I'm asking, Father. Lord, I'm looking at an impossible situation in Laura Collins, but I'm asking, Lord, that you lift her up off that bed of affliction for, a word, for a praise to your mighty name a testimony of your amazing grace, your healing power, that you're still the source of healing. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm asking, Lord, for a fresh outpouring of the Holy Ghost, the evening light tabernacle, on our sons and daughters, on our old and our young, on every person, Lord. Lord, we don't want to leave a hoof behind. May every artificial thing right now just fall away. Lord, may it be like it was in South Africa when they heard the word go out and they throwed their idols down and there was a dust storm that rose up. God, may there be a dust storm of artificial things falling around us tonight. Demons of every kind scattered and running at the mention of your name. Oh, hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Oh, praise the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I got to read this. So now let's just raise our hands, each one in your own way. It's got to be your confession. I'm going to pray here, but you got to believe. And you pray. I'm going to pray, but you pray for your own self. Just pray. Confess your faults. Confess your weaknesses. Make your promise to God that you're not weak anymore. Come on, somebody. Make your promise to God you're not a coward no more. You're not going to be sick no more. You're not going to be to serve sin no more. You're going to serve God. Make your confession and believe it in your soul. It's your responsibility. He said, oh, somebody struck fire. That's the way to do it. Just believe. Hallelujah. Just believe now. I want you to lay hands on one another. There's light in those bodies. And when you pray, light will go forth towards the needs and the situations in those bodies. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord Jesus, in this great hour here, this crucial moment, the last days, the last times, the last opportunities. We are people in need. Let the Holy Ghost fall, Lord. May the people see it, feel it, know that God is among us. Christ is in our lives. Coming at any time, give them that great deep desire of their heart. Grant it, Lord. Fill them with the Holy Ghost. Heal the sick. Give glory to thy name. Now, Satan, you lost the battle. You lost the meeting. You lost the victory. I claim victory in the name of Jesus Christ for every person that's sick, every person that wants to get well, Satan, come out of them. You can no longer hold them. We claim them as trophies for our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Satan, you take your hands off of God's property. Right now, we rebuke you by the power of Almighty God. You loose these people. You loose them and let them go. Hallelujah. Let the power of God flow through our lives. Yeah. 
Yes, we need you. Yes, we need you. Oh, yes. That's it. Somebody catching fire. Yes, Lord. Lord, bring them up. Lord, deliver your people. Deliver your people. You are a mighty God. Hallelujah. Serve a mighty God. Yes, you are a mighty God. Your people. They will be free. A free people. Born of the Spirit. the name of the Lord. He's a mighty God. Hallelujah. Yes, he will. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, come on now. Oh, glory.
Jesus. 